In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome to morning celebration of Mass. We leave behind the Easter season to enter into a period in the church's year that is called Ordinary Time. And this is the ninth week of Ordinary Time. I ask you especially to remember in your prayers of today's Mass, Kevin Burns, who has died, uh, and especially to remember his family and friends who grieve him. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me, me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, whose providence never fails in its design, keep from us, we humbly beseech you, all that might harm us, and grant all that works for our good. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the second letter of St. Peter. You should be living holy and saintly lives while you wait and long for the day of God to come, when the sky will dissolve in flames and the elements melt in the heat. What we are waiting for is what he promised, the new heavens and the new earth, the place where righteousness will be at home, so then, my friends, while you're waiting, do your best to live lives without spot or stain, so that he will find you at peace. Think of our Lord's patience as your opportunity to be saved. You've been warned about this, my friends. Be careful not to get carried away by the errors of unprincipled people from the firm ground that you're standing on. Instead, go on growing in the grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. To him be glory, in time and in eternity. Amen. The Word of the Lord. O Lord, you have been our refuge from one generation to the next. Before the mountains were born, or the earth, or the world brought forth, you are God without beginning or end. You turn back men and women into dust and say, go back to your eyes a thousand years or like yesterday, come and gone, no more than a watch in the night. Our span is 70 years, or 80 for those who are strong, and most of these are emptiness and pain, 
pass swiftly, and we are gone. In the morning fill us with your love, we shall exult and rejoice all our days. Show forth your work to your servants, let your glory shine on their children. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The chief priests and the scribes and the elders sent to Jesus some Pharisees and some Herodians to catch him out in what he had said. These came and said to him, Master, we know you are an honest man, that you are not afraid of anyone, because a man's rank means nothing to you, and that you teach the way of God in all honesty. Is it permissible to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay? Yes or no? Seeing through their hypocrisy, he said to them, Why do you set this trap for me? Hand me a denarius and let me see it. They handed him one and he said, Whose head is this and whose name? Caesar's, they told him. Jesus said to them, Give back to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God what belongs to God. This reply took them completely by surprise. The Gospel of the Lord. A thermometer is a way of measuring the heat in something and I suppose we could apply that to the first reading of today's Mass. If we apply a kind of thermometer uh, to the reading we kind of sense the kind of heat if you like uh, that's in the reading. It gives us a kind of measurement if you like uh, of the anxiety and the frantic uh, life of the early Christians because one of the things that they thought, unlike ourselves, was that the coming of Jesus would be imminent, uh, that it would be just around about the, around the corner, that there would be a, a final time, if you like. Um, and sometimes, uh, in order to understand, especially the New Testament letters, then you have to understand that temperature, that kind of atmosphere, that uh, frantic and frenetic activity uh, that uh, was attached to it because if the Lord was going to come a very soon hour then all sorts of things uh, had to be put aside in order to be ready for that and we kind of hear that in St Peter's letter today uh, St Peter himself calls on the early Christians not to be deflected uh, not to follow other teachings uh, but to follow this kind of straight line if you like uh, because of the imminent arrival of Jesus and the end of time. It's maybe easy to see uh, why the early Christians uh, thought that, uh, because of our Lord's teaching and preaching. Uh, but clearly, uh, whatever happened in the transmission of that, uh, the, the early Christians got the wrong handle. Uh, and of course, it was to be something that was to be delayed. And yet in another sense, it's a call to action, isn't it? 
uh, there's a sense in which if the Lord should come at the unexpected hour, that we would be ready, uh, doing the things that we should do, living the kind of life that we should be living. And of course, that that feeling, that sense of what the reading itself uh, speaks of, is in all our, our lives. Um, not that we maybe expect the, the end of the world to come tomorrow or the next day, and, and many people, as you know, uh, down through the centuries have have predicted that uh, in difficult times. But we leave that hour uh, to the Lord himself uh, to decide. Uh, what's really important is that uh, that we ourselves are engaged in the things that we should be. It would be uh, easy to uh, to misread uh, the gospel reading of today's Mass, but in a simple, similar way, we, we need our kind of thermometer to to measure the, the, the temperature uh, in the reading itself. And, and the temperature really is is kind of high, if you like, because there's this constant debate between Jesus and the religious authorities. But I think there's, a, there's another part of it that we have to understand that, of course, the Gospels themselves are written uh, many years after our Lord himself ha- has, has died and risen. Uh, uh, but what we find then is it's the, the temperature that between the uh, the early Christians and and the religious authorities that that's still kind of ongoing. There's a kind of debate uh, that between them about what's important, and what's not important, and of course that kind of temperature comes out in the the reading itself uh, because they're in a kind of a state of conflict. But we can't read it in the in in the wrong sense that that should be a perennial thing uh, it's a, a debate if you if you like uh, between those of the same kind of religion the, the same people of the law uh, just in what's important and 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 where that should go uh, we shouldn't misread anything into it maybe as down the centuries people have used it uh, for different purposes uh, to persecute uh, minorities and especially uh, the Jewish community but what we find here is a, a kind of religious debate itself that's going on. And and it's always the practice, isn't it, as, as we see that the rabbi himself is always asked the question, what, what, what's your view? What do you think is important? Uh, and of course we hear that over and over again in the Gospel, that the people come to ask him as the rabbi, as the teacher, uh, what, what, what's the most important uh, uh, commandment? What should we do? How, how do you see this situation? And of course Jesus himself responds very often to what their question is. And the question that arises today of course is is, is a, a kind of deceitful question because these people are, are sent to kind of trick him or, or, or to make him say something that they can use against them. And, and, and Jesus kind of, in a great kind of political fashion, sidesteps their question, doesn't he? He uh, doesn't answer it directly. Uh, and the question is what well, about paying taxes uh, to Caesar? Is it is it right or wrong? And, and very often, of course, maybe in the present time, you would see that a, a commentator or something asking a a person a question and uh, looking for a direct answer. But but Jesus kind of sidesteps the question as well, and, and and just says, well, well, whose name do you see on 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 the coin? Whose whose face do you see on, on the coin? And of course. Uh, 
it's the face of, of Caesar and he, he simply says we'll, we'll get back to Caesar what belongs to Caesar it's it's a kind of question though that's resurfaced in time isn't it you know uh, religious authority and, and civil authority uh, the laws that you can obey and the laws that you can ignore is there a higher law is there a lower law and of course the, the question resurfaces uh, all the time um, what do you follow? Do you follow the civil law? Do you follow the, the higher kind of moral or religious law? Um, and of course it's a, a great kind of tension uh, between uh, the both of them. And Jesus himself simply sidesteps the question, doesn't he? Because he just says, well, well this belongs to Caesar and, and give back to Caesar what belongs to Caesar um, and give back to God what belongs to God. Um, so in a certain sense he, he sidesteps the, the, the question and doesn't answer it directly in our own life we, we experience that uh, tension too sometimes there are some things that we we don't like uh, in civil life uh, in civic life uh, laws that we that we kind of find uh, kind of iniquitous uh, and um, some people are kind of uh, disobey those uh, laws themselves in order to appeal to a higher kind of moral law. It's one of those kind of tensions of living in the world, isn't it? Uh, uh, what we think is right and what we think is wrong. Uh, and, and sometimes, of course, those things don't don't uh, go together. Um, uh, uh, the laws of the land and what we regard as a as a higher moral or religious law. Sometimes they don't seem to connect in some ways. Uh, it doesn't mean that we all, that we all, we always have to be in a constant state of, of disagreement. We're fortunate, aren't we, to live in a society and a, a country in which very often religious laws are, are respected and, and the views of people who, who have religion is respected and sometimes we don't give enough credit to, to, to that, uh, that we're able to, to freely uh, exercise and live our own religious lives where Perhaps in other countries that's not the case. In some some ways we we should be happy and satisfied with with uh, the things that we have. Not always perfect, uh, not always kind of the the way that we might wish it to be. But but we're very fortunate in in a lot of ways uh, in what we're able to experience and do here in our own land. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness, we have this bread to offer which earth has given and human hands have made, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Trusting in your compassion, O Lord, we come eagerly with our offerings to your sacred altar, that through the purifying action of your grace we may be cleansed by the very mysteries we serve, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. 
It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For in goodness you have created men and women, and when justly condemned, in mercy you you redeemed them through Christ our Lord. Through him the angels praise you, dominions adore, and powers tremble before you. Heaven and the virtues of heaven and the blessed seraphim worship together with exultation. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in humble praise as we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, We may merit to be coerced to eternal life and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days. That by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. Governed by your Spirit, we pray, pray, O Lord, those you feed with the body and blood of your Son, that professing you not just in word or in speech, but also in works and in truth, we may merit to enter the kingdom of heaven. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And we continue to ask Mary's special protection. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy. Hail our life, our sweetness and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send four sighs, mourning and weeping in the valley of tears. 
Turn then, most gracious Advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us, and after this our exile show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus, O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. Pray for us, O most holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. <laughs>